This is the Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand, Phil Miller here as well. It is late Sunday. Uh, this is probably going to become a tradition. I kind of like the late Sunday taping. It kind of gets us through the uh, the Sunday uh, the Sunday day game. It gets us kind of set up for the week ahead. Um, kind of a surprising amount of fodder to get to, Phil, off of the Tigers series and really this homestand in general if you were looking at this is you know kind of a a walk over six games um you know hey they're in the easy part of their schedule uh it really wasn't it really wasn't that none of the games uh, even though the score in the White Sox win got lopsided none of the games maybe with the exception of today that they got you know got easier as the day went on but it was not a easy three and three um, and we, you know, uh, these, these teams are still trying. So what, what's the, what's the big takeaway, I guess, uh, on your end from, from what you saw specifically, uh, you know, against, uh, Detroit and maybe a little bit of Chicago too. Well, one thing just overall, uh, uh, is, uh, it's baseball, it's not football and basketball. And I'm as guilty of this as anybody. I had, I wrote a whole story, I think about the, uh, 26 out of 38 uh, against the lower level of the division. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, those aren't those aren't automatic wins, uh, and uh, you do need to keep that in mind. I, I was reminded earlier this week, just before they came here, the the Tigers were in Houston, and yeah. you probably heard. Uh, yeah, they faced Verlander in the last game, and it was the most lopsided. Uh, Betting line right. that anyone could remember. It was being when the Tigers won on two hits. Uh, it was being framed as the biggest upset in baseball history, and uh, you know everybody I talked to said, uh, you know, that's ridiculous. There aren't, there just aren't upsets in baseball mm-hmm. in that in that sense. It's not, it's not like uh, you know when uh, when Ohio State plays a directional tech. Uh, sure. That it, it's unthinkable that they would ever lose. Uh, the mm-hmm. as bad as the Tigers are, they're gonna they're gonna win uh, 55 games probably. And uh, so um, that said, they do have an uh, they do have a bit of a scheduling advantage, but uh, we need to not chalk them up as wins. Uh, it was a three and three home stand. I do <clears throat> think it's a disappointing home stand. Uh, they lost two out of three to the White Sox, uh, and then the and then the first one of the Tigers, and didn't play very well, and mm. um, kind of got it turned around the last couple of days. Uh, right. I mean the Tigers, uh, but uh, even even in the wins, uh, yeah, you could you can quibble with how well they played. They only had five hits, uh, yeah, today. It, <laughs> it, right, it, it helped on five had, hits. Yeah, yeah, it helped that they had. Uh, um, what uh, six walks? I think six walks and a hit yeah. batter. So, um, but it was it was not a uh, vintage uh, um, performance. That said, again, uh, in the past week they went three and three, kind of felt bad about it, and added a game to the lead in the central, right. and and we're now a week closer to October. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, and this was um, this was headed for a you know from from where they wound up at three and three, uh, you know, disappointing. It was trending towards disastrous for a, a little while, disastrous, you know, being relative, but man, they were one and three already. They were down 
what, 4-1 in the middle innings yesterday, yeah. and everybody was kind of – everyone on Twitter, at least, that is my – that's not my barometer for sanity, but it is my barometer <laughs> for uh, the the pulse of a certain reactive subset of Twins fans, and maybe maybe Twins fans kind of in general, but um, everybody was going bonkers. And, I, you know, I, even I tweeted, you know, this, this whole – Homestand is reminding me of, you know, last year when the Vikings lost to the Bills at home 27-6, except it's an entire week long. And then, you know, lo and behold, they, they have a big inning, so no crushes one, you know, into in left field. And order is, is, is somewhat restored. And you, I think you said something to me last week that, that kind of stuck with me, like, as everybody else is panicking, there, there's not much or any outward panic in the clubhouse. How, how is that? kind of playing out how are you seeing that as you kind of talk to people even after tough losses oh yeah absolutely the opposite and, and i mean ball players are trained to find the good among the bad uh you know uh last night uh, uh i was at the game uh, sitting in the stands and uh and at one point we looked up and uh the twins were getting out out hit like eight to two something like that you know just gibson mm-hmm. was giving up uh Hit right. right and left, but I could hear I could hear him uh, him uh, talking in my head. I, we've had this interview so much. Uh, <laughs> no, I got ground balls. They were getting through. Uh, right. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, you can't control stuff like that. And uh, and uh, yeah, the the team is very good at that. They're also the team is is pretty confident. The, the, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, the twins themselves think of themselves as the twins of May right now, that, that hmm. it's the same team, it's the same uh, skill level. Um, a, a couple of guys are missing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Rosario this weekend, and, uh, and of course Byron Buxton has been missing a month. Uh, but I guarantee the team sees itself as uh, as just as capable, just as uh, talented as, they were in May, and uh, it's and it's just a matter of executing. How many times sure. <laughs> you hear that? Uh, all I've had to do is execute. Uh, even during this period where the starting pitchers are scuff- scuffling, yeah, they yeah. all say, "I feel I feel good. It's just a matter of executing my pitches." You know, so okay, why don't yeah. you do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that. That'd be great because, like you said, I mean the the Twins' offense has basically been the offense of May. I don't think the offense has dipped. All that much, if at all, uh, they're, they're still scoring plenty of runs on a, a nightly basis, kind of making that, you know, uh, assault on the home run record. They're, you know, certainly on pace to eclipse not just the record, but 300, I mean, which is just crazy. I mean, they, they've very much turned into right now a team that hits well, doesn't pitch all that well, doesn't play defense all that well, and it's just kind of hanging on for dear life and in games where they're trailing they're they're hoping for big innings and in games where they're ahead they're they're hoping the the bullpen holds it together but what what's what what's what has gone south then with the pitching is it is it just a regression to the mean is it i mean Barrios is, is still uh you know he had his his blow up inning the other day that's four starts in a row that haven't looked great um i just it, it's a it's a conundrum because you know i, I think everybody expected the pitching to Kind of come back to the come back to earth, right? Jake Odorizzi was not going to have a one nine uh, ERA the whole year, yeah, but yeah. you know things like that. But what you know, this is more than a regression, and that's got to be uh, throwing up some some alarm bells uh, over there a little bit, at least I would think. 
Well, I, I tell you one thing that occurs to me: who who's the pitcher that has been the, the most uh, consistent in the last uh, in the last month while everything has been kind of falling uh, apart? It's Michael Pineda, who has yeah, had he, a yeah, couple. Except he missed the start. Who's yeah, who's had a couple of weeks off to uh, kind of rebound. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah. Part of me thinks, um, you know, this rotation has been remarkably stable this year uh, with very few uh, uh, starts made by outside the top five. Yeah. I do wonder sometime if, you know, LeBron James always kind of ducks out for a week during the basketball season. I always wonder if yeah. pitchers uh, are kind of uh, – Kind of like in the same boat. Uh, I I uh, date myself by mentioning this, but uh, in 1986, uh, mm. the Red the Red Sox had rookie Roger Clemens and Bruce Hurst were the foundations of their pitching staff. Sure. And Hurst uh, had a groin thing uh, and missed uh, about a month in uh, in mid to late July into August, and he came back. Uh, strong as ever and uh, stronger. He would become mm-hmm. worn down and uh, kind of carried over into the playoffs, and they were one win away from uh, winning uh, the World Championship. Mm. That, so I've been told. It, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, what, I don't know what happened after that. But. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it'll come back to me. But <laughs> um, but it just strikes me that uh, I, I, wonder, I wonder if this will end up being something that we'll see uh, – pitchers do someday uh, five years into the future, teams will start uh, scheduling off mm-hmm. weeks to refresh yeah. uh, pitchers. I mean, they kind of, they kind of sort of do it now, but uh, I mean, and you know, Pineda, his injuries were, were pretty much uh, pretty minor, but yeah, when they're taking no chances with a, with a guy who's coming off of Tommy John's, but um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do wonder if just the wear and tear, the uh, as much as Rocco tries to get them rest, if August is if they just need a break uh, after a while, and old time pitchers will love to, you know, right. Lyle Levin and Jack Morris will love to hear that because uh, because uh, basically, you know, nobody throws 200 innings as it is, uh, right. and. I think teams might want will eventually even throttle back a little bit more. Well, I mean, it's, it's a good point too, because it feels like um, pitchers are, even if they're throwing fewer innings, a lot of these are, are higher leverage innings to a certain degree. The, the batters are so much better that there's, there's stress in almost every inning. There's, you know, they're throwing harder. They're throwing, you know, more demanding breaking balls. It's, it's, well, the it's pressure probably, is definitely yeah. on to throw harder now, yeah. It's throw harder, and it's probably just the more stressful outings in general than, than they probably had, you know, 30, 40 years ago before everybody was trying to launch the ball and the ball was juiced and, and all that stuff. So I, I, you wonder if, if – do you think Barrios might be a candidate for a maintenance trip to the DL? Uh, hey, hey, take a start or two off, or is that – I mean, is that – Kind of a uh, uh, is that one of the byproducts or the dangers now of Cleveland having gotten so close? If it had been ten games right now, you may be able to do more of that. And, and yeah. it is you've got to just ride the uh, ride the guys that got you there and hope they snap out of it. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I don't know about a DL stint, but I bet mm-hmm. uh, I would. I would not bet at all that uh, 
especially the rosters expand. Uh, they'll be yeah. a week per day. So yeah. I would not be surprised if Cole Stewart gets, uh, uh, they slot him in for a start. If uh, uh, Devin Smeltzer gets another start just to push everyone back uh, mm-hmm. by another day, by another day or two, um, that uh, I, I could very much see that being uh, the case, especially if Jose doesn't, uh, um, doesn't uh, kind of find his way out of this uh, this little downturn he's had now. Um, Rocco was also saying today how they have talked to the pitchers about um, this pressure to go five innings, six innings, seven innings, which mm-hmm. is ideal. And, you know, you hear the starters talking all the time about uh, protecting the bullpen. Uh, you know, it's yeah. – uh, boy, they just feel which, so which they've bad. Done. They've largely done yeah. it. They've – they're not high up in bullpen innings this year. I think they're in the bottom 10, so they've, they've yeah. largely done that. Yeah, they uh, I haven't figured out lately, but uh, they were on course to uh, have 100 fewer bullpen innings this year than last year, uh, which is uh, a very big positive. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't uh, – Rocco was saying that they have this – they put this pressure on them to go this number of innings, and they're concerned that they are um, – and maybe this is Jose, the case with Jose, they were specifically yeah. talking about Martin Perez, but maybe they are not uh, throwing as hard as they can with their fastball mm. in yeah, order to, to yeah, they don't want to go five innings, they want to go seven. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so Martin explicitly was told, uh, you know, let us worry about the innings. You worry about uh, throwing as mm-hmm. well as you can. And, sure. uh, you know, he, he said he kind of took that at heart to heart today uh, and and pitched pretty well again for the well. uh, third straight outing. Yeah. yeah, so he's been he's been better, but yeah, it's the the pitching is a little uh, a little worrisome. I mean, the the division lead is still not to a point where you can tinker too much. The defense is is another puzzler. Um, they had uh, the innings there some some plays that got away from them. Yeah, Saturday's game, um, they're. I still think they're okay in the defensive runs saved and that whole thing. I think they're still kind of getting some residuals of the the Byron Buxton games that he did play. But um, errors, I think they're like third in baseball now in in errors. Uh, That's, you know, that's errors are one of those old fashioned stats that people like to poo poo, but they also, you know, speak to a certain fundamental uh, problem. And that's, you know, making the routine play and they've, they've struggled to make routine plays. Well, and that goes back to your earlier point. I hate to break it to Twins fans, uh, and I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but you're basically rooting for the Yankees now. Uh, this, uh, yeah. this is a team that that, that has uh, pitching that can be good and can be bad, and it, and it has some uh, defensive problems, but, uh, um, you know, the uh, Polanco has uh, 19 home runs. Uh, you know, he's going to kick uh-huh. one once in a while. Oh, well. Um Miguel Sano has 25 home runs now. Uh, yeah, he has, think, uh, yeah. Yeah, he has trouble making all the plays. Eh. <laughs> but yeah, the price of price of doing business uh, one through nine. It's uh, they really are. Uh, it's, it's just amazing the transformation uh, that they play like this now. And maybe uh, you know, maybe it's a formula. It's worked before for the Yankees. Maybe it's a formula that works in the postseason. Uh, you wish uh, you had a little more pitching than they do but uh, you know 
It is a calculation that uh, the Twins have made. They wish the defense was better, but uh, you you sacrifice one thing for another, and uh, um, hitting a lot of home runs seems to work. Uh, so you miss some plays. Who uh, so Buxton? Sounds like he was on the rehab assignment. It sounds like maybe rejoins the team on the on the road trip at some point. Does that sound about right? Yeah, he said today uh, that, that uh, somebody down there sent me an interview uh, um, with uh, Byron when he uh, reported there. They said, uh, "What uh, what do you feel like your timeline is?" And Buck said, uh, "If it was up to me, I'd be there today." Um, okay. But he said he thought in a couple of days. Uh, okay. Twins did uh, send uh, Lewis Thorpe um, back to Ro- uh, Rochester uh, after the game. So okay. Um, I. I don't know if they're going to if they're going to go a pitcher short in the pen until Sunday, uh, but it would be pretty easy to bring uh, Buck back. As I said, I, I you would think they'd give him more than he had three at bats today. Uh, you'd think they'd yeah. give him more than two games. So um, I kind of was surprised that it might happen in Chicago. I would I would it just seems more twins like to wait until. Uh, when they get to Detroit this weekend. Sure. You can't send Cave out right now. Cave's like their hottest hitter. <laughs> well, uh, no matter who you send out, uh, they can come back next week. You know, the uh, yeah, I know, um, I know. But Cave, man. Minor league season sitting. ends uh, next Monday. Yeah, Jake Cave, though, he's all of a sudden his OPS is like 850, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Everybody, was and, trashing Jake, everybody was trashing Jake Cave for like four months, and then all of a sudden he had two good weeks, and now he's, he's – He's right. It's right in the mix with all the rest of their 850 OPS guys. Yeah, hey, hit two home runs. So uh, yeah, welcome aboard, Jake. And then, uh, and uh, you have to say, I wrote about this uh, for tomorrow. Uh, he has made a couple of great uh, plays in the outfield. He uh, sure. he made a, a great running catch to uh, end the what the eighth inning today on uh, yeah. Ryan Rodriguez's uh, one fly ball. I mean, that was a that was a catch that. Uh, that would make Eddie Rosario proud. Now, this is still relevant because they play Chicago and Detroit here again. Is there, uh, people probably make too much of this, but do you ever get the sense that uh, there's a danger when, when a team hears, okay, here's, here's the, here's the easier games. Um, Is there kind of that, just a mental creep come in where all of a sudden you're, you're expecting to win or you, you, like why don't why aren't these guys just rolling over? Why is this game so hard? Things get frustrating. Is that I wouldn't imagine this team is vulnerable to that. But did you, did you sense any of that in this three and three homestand? No, I think ball players, uh, for one thing, you know they 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 know guys on other teams. They have friends on other teams. Sure, they hear it all the time. They're they're big leaguers too. They get paid too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think baseball players realize that the uh, the the differences between smaller than it sometimes appears in the standings that sure. I, you know, I don't think they tend to get that overconfident about playing, uh, um, teams. I, you know, someone said to me, yeah, did the, did the twins take the tigers for granted this weekend? And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, those are, they know a lot of the Tigers. They see them a lot. I don't, uh, sure. uh, I, I don't, I never have gotten that sense uh, from my, because, you know, 
they all know one phone call and they could be tied right. <laughs> right. Well, and if they did, they, they they've got their attention now. In Chicago, we should mention. I think we maybe we talked about this last week, or maybe Laval and I did. But Chicago's not quite in the Detroit, Kansas City uh, class. They you know they've got you know Giolito who is fantastic uh, in that day game on Thursday. Wednesday it was Wednesday it was right Wednesday yeah. day. And then uh, Nova's been pitching better um, in general. I mean they. They've got some arms. They've got some bullpen. They've got some guys in the lineup. I mean, that's that's a team that you you would like to beat two out of three times if you're playing them. Uh, but they're they're not quite. Uh, they, they've got a little bit more of a danger element to them than uh, maybe some of the others do. Well, yeah, and you also forget the basic unit of measurement for the season that most ball players use. Which in the clubhouse uh, today, I heard three or four guys say, uh, "Hey, we won the series." You know, I think <laughs> right. uh, we're, you know, we're, that's how they think. What we, you know, right. we, we took two out of three. We won the series. Uh, right. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can say, uh, they only won one more game than the Tigers did, but uh, that's, that really isn't how, uh, how ballplayers think. And the fact that they had lost three home series in a row, uh, I, I, I know, uh, again, a three and three homestand seems pretty blah to, uh, to the fans, but I, you definitely got the feeling that the Twins will pretty much take it, uh, added to their lead, and uh, a lot right. to take off the schedule uh, progress. Yeah, and they got you know a little bit of a let's say good fortune, but you know Cleveland running into the Mets buzzsaw earlier in the week. Uh, that, that team that is you know against all odds actually done the thing it, it promised it would, and it got back into the race after doing what they did at the deadline, and then Cleveland basically lost twice today. I don't know if you saw how that game turned out, but they oh yeah, well, they, 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 they rallied rallied from eight four down to tie it, uh, and then they lose it in the tenth against the at home to the Royals. So that's a uh, you know they they took two out of three. They probably don't feel too good about uh, that, even if the uh, even if the Twins felt better about it, except they uh, a tough one to go into. But yeah, I mean at this point you're just trying to. Uh, Trying to get, you know grind it out, um, push the lead up any way possible. I guess you know the cynic would say they they lost an opportunity to push the lead even higher. But you know, three and a half, three and a half. You know they were a half game back as of ten days ago. So they're uh, yeah, you know, they're, yeah, they're doing something right. Added their lead, won the series. Don't have to wear those uniforms anymore. Big success. <laughs> Big success. Man, that Nelson, was, uh, Cruz, Nelson Cruz looked like a stormtrooper. It was yeah, know, it was something else. But the players were not. The players were quietly not happy about it. And then really? you know, uh, the uh, the hats were uh, the the hats that they provided them were so bizarre. I mean, yeah. a bunch of them didn't fit, and they didn't have enough no, really. to uh, to go around. And so the uh, the Twins asked uh, MLB if they uh, could just wear their regular caps on Friday night, which they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, honestly, I thought it made the white uniforms look a little more acceptable. Uh, they didn't, sure. It, it, it didn't look like uh, something from outer space. Uh, but yeah. they emergency, uh, sent them an emergency uh, shipment of, <laughs> of white caps, and so they were wearing those the next two days. Uh, yeah, it, it is funny that uh, – a promotion uh, whose stated purpose is to uh, is to make the players happy uh, had all kinds of grumbling this weekend. Just the fact that that they didn't put enough thought into it to realize that uh, a guy wearing an all white cap 
a pitcher wearing an all white cap uh, <laughs> not going to work. His arm slot will uh, yeah make <laughs> it harder uh, to see. And so okay, all the pitchers can wear black caps. I mean, right. It, yeah. uh, it was it was uh, it was um, a long weekend for uh, for those bad uniforms. For for Jersey enthusiasts, well, um, they won't be wearing them uh, in uh, Tuesday in uh, in Chicago. Three games there, and then four. Are they wrapping around in Detroit mm-hmm. for Labor Day? Is that right? So you know, yep. it's, it's still this uh, still this stretch. I don't know who Cleveland has. I'm not uh, you know I'm not hitting refresh every second on their games, just uh, every other minute. Um, but, I, yeah, I think they stay in division. Uh, it seems like. Um, mm-hmm. And that that trip is a this is the last three city trip too. The twins go from Detroit to Boston, so no, uh, it is a it is a uh, week and a half uh, trip. Okay. That's more off, and then uh, and then uh, what uh, ten straight road games, ten straight with reinforcements uh, along the way. Once the uh, rosters expand, will they bring guys up like immediately, or uh, will they wait for those uh, seasons to end? I'm pretty sure that uh, that the minor league season ends on Monday, so there's really only a okay. two-day thing. There's no, uh, and there's no there's no postseason or anything like that. Uh, Rochester was in the race, uh, okay. in the wild card race. Uh, okay. But um, the last I looked on Friday, and they did not have a playoff spot, so okay. Uh, okay. I'm not certain. But uh, I, I do think the Twins are going to uh, bring up a lot of pitchers. A lot. Yeah, of that pitchers. makes sense. Um. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if the only position player they bring up is uh, Willens Astadio. Yeah. Um, I don't really think, uh, and they'll activate Buxton, of course, but um, yeah, I don't think they plan to uh, bring guys up, uh, position players who aren't going to play because yeah, know, they've already got guys they want to play. Yeah. <laughs> right. But. Uh, but there's going to be a flood of pitchers uh, yeah. coming up, and big question is: uh, Is Brewster Granderall going to be uh, one of them? Mm. We will see. That's a question for later in the week. Uh, Phil, good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll do this again soon. Are you on the trip? I can't remember who's uh, you doing the. Part uh, of it? Lavelle has Detroit, and Lavelle has Chicago, Detroit, and I am in Boston. Actually, that's oh, Lavelle's last trip. I started in Boston. I have. All of the road trips the rest of the year. Oh man, so you you do the uh, the closer too? The uh, was it Kansas City yeah. Detroit at the end? Okay. Yes, although uh, I wouldn't be surprised if both of us wind up going there. If yeah, if there's something big at stake, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll see what the standings are. All right, Phil. Thanks, man. Okay.